nice toe tapping going on over there. Thank you, Mikey. So, the group was... No idea. What? Well, I'm not, I'm not joining the pub quiz team with you lot. Uh, 10cc. And the song was... Yeah, I know it's up there. That's why I couldn't ask you that. Just, th those are the easy questions. Anybody got any idea when it was released? 65. 77k, spot on. There you go. Yeah. The things we do for love. Yeah. And that's, that's the title of this morning's talk. The things we do for love. The things God has done for love and in love for you and I. And we've all got stories to tell. Uh, when I first met Louise, uh, I wasn't able to drive at the time, so I came home from my Saturday job in the petrol station. I walked down to Brickettwood train station. I got on the train, the Abbey Fire that went to St. Albans Abbey. I walked up Hollywell Hill, got the number 84 bus from St. Albans down to New Barnet, went to New Barnet Station, got the train to Hadley Wood, got out and walked up to a house. The things we do for love. Yeah. But what really grabbed me was the story of a lovesick man from Scotland. Have you heard this story? He met a girl in the summer on the Isle of Man. His name is Dale McLaughlin. Yes, and he met Jessica Radcliffe, and love bloomed. But they got very strict COVID restrictions on the Isle of Man, so he thought, how can I go and see Jessica? I know, I'll buy a jet ski. I've never ridden one of those before, but that doesn't matter. I'll buy a jet ski, I'll put it on a trailer, and the next day I'll drive 70 miles to the bit of Scotland that's nearest the top tip of the Isle of Man. It'll only take an hour... Four and a half hours later, he arrived. He had ten minutes of fuel left. The rumour is, I don't believe everything I read online, the rumour is that he couldn't swim. He'd never ridden a jet ski before. He abandoned it on the beach where he landed, and then he walked 15 miles to Douglas, the capital, to see Jessica. The things we do for love. He was subsequently arrested and imprisoned. And on Wednesday, he was returned to Scotland, having served a couple of weeks. Jessica has subsequently said, if he proposes to me, I will say yes. <laughs> and his mother, Alison, said, and I quote, I didn't even know about the jet ski. I just don't know why he did it. He could have killed himself. And I, and I thought, actually, that's quite intriguing, what his mother said and what he did. I didn't even know about the jet ski. Didn't even know the story. I just don't know why he did it. Not understanding the reasoning behind it. He could have killed himself. There are grave and profound implications. And actually... In microcosm, it reflects something of the glory of Christmas and how you and I are invited to tell this story, the greatest love story ever. 
Because when it comes to inspiring the lyrics of songs or actions of the madness of love that you and I have done and continue to do, we hope, God has already written the book. He's already written the Christmas story, the things he has done for love. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you, us, us, good news that will cause great joy for all people. God has come to us. Why? Not because he had nothing else to do. It's because he wants to be in relationship with us and he loves us, whether we accept that love or reject it. He loves us. And my sense is that if we can get into that that love story, which is so profound in all our lives, and recognize that the love story of God for us is beyond our imagination and transcends everything, people will grab at what is at the heart of Christmas and why it's so profound and so moving and so special. That Jesus is on a rescue mission because he loves us. He doesn't want to leave us as we are. He wants to be with us. And it's that story which is the gift of Christmas. Um, 1 John says this, This is how God showed his love for us. This is the message version. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This is the kind of love we're talking about. Not that we once upon a time loved God, but he loved us and sent his son. That's Christmas. Sent his son as a sacrifice to clear away our sins and the damage they've done to our relationship with God. I mean, that's the profound nature of Christmas. It's, 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 it, it, it's madness. But out of love, we do mad things. And that is why God did what he did. To come born in a stable, lying in a food trough, to grow up like you and I, and to die that awful death on the cross because of love. The things he has done for love. We were talking about this in ministry team the other day and uh, Sam said on Wednesday, he said, if it's the same landmass, I will drive any distance to see Amelia, his girlfriend. So I thought I got quite inspired by that. So I told him yesterday, I looked up the longest drive you can do on any landmass. Because I'm an ex-geographer, so I was quite interested. I thought, is it Bilbao to Vladivostok? No, it's Prudhoe Bay in Alaska to Ushuaia in Argentina. The Pan American Highway. I'd love to do it. 15,000 miles of driving. And you get to the Darien Gap in the middle, and you have to get a boat because no one can drive through there. Two guys drove it in 24 days. So Sam has said, out of love, he will drive 24 days to see Amelia. That's love. God comes from heaven to earth to be with us and die for us out of love. But we've all been on a journey this year. We haven't been on long journeys. I guess our geography and our world map has got pretty small. But actually the journey we've been on has been quite deep. It's been deep in terms of reflection, in terms of um, concern, in terms of what can we do to make our small part of the planet more beautiful. 
It's also, for many of us, been deep in terms of pain. And we need to recognise that. And God's in that. Love is paying a price for rejection, for misunderstanding. You know, I have the privilege, and it, and it is an, an awe-inspiring privilege as, as, a, as a minister, to take people's funerals. And you know the pain is because love was there and is still there. And we need to focus again on why God came at Christmas. We need to know we're loved. If we're loved, it changes our lives. We're suddenly different people. You might meet somebody who wonder. Well, last night we watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got to watch that. I mean, it, it's the facts of Scrooge coming to a realisation of what life should really be about. And as Charles Dickens writes that moral tale, he's saying there's always a possibility of redemption. But it's, it's that, knowing that he's been reprieved, that... He then pours his love into all the situation and, yeah, it, it ends very happily, as we know. But love changes lives. You meet somebody who's a bit of a Scrooge and suddenly everything's glorious. Why? They've fallen in love. They know they're loved. If we know we're loved, everything changes. Everything's different. Not, love not only changes our lives, it changes events. Not, not what's actually happened but how we respond and how we react to those things. That there's forgiveness and there's always that possibility of peace. And love is indestructible. You just can't break it up. Now let me show you something I did back in 1980. Only three years after that song. Yes, I've known Louise that long. <laughs> let me introduce you to Spit the Tiger. Do you remember Spit the Dog, anybody? Yeah. yeah, well, this is Spit the Tiger. Okay, now, now I know he's not much to look at now, okay? But he is 40 years old. Right. Now, back in 1980, I thought, grand gesture of love for this amazing woman, Louise. I'll go and buy her. I mean, he was a lot thicker then, as well. You can see, he's, kind of, <laughs> he's been Joe Wixing for a very long time. Anyway. Um, so when I bought this tiger, this cost me £30 in 1980. Now, anorak that I am, I've worked out on a website. That's the equivalent, yes, it's £130. I was a student. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that, thank you. You see, you see, it's all coming together. They actually have thought this through. But love doesn't have a price on it. There isn't a sense where there's a ceiling. You say, I, I can't afford that. God didn't get to a point where he said, so much and no more. You know, there were always those echoes of continually forgiving one another. And the cross is such a powerful picture of love beyond a price. Beyond a price. And we heard that reading from Isaiah. For to us, us, a child is born, a son is given. And those, those beautiful words, wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And I think that's where I kind of want to 
draw this to a conclusion is this, this, this invitation to a relationship with God that brings joy and peace. And, and it doesn't mean that we're not in a mess. We know we are as a nation and a world at the moment. But our confidence is in the eternal things and the fact that that first Christmas the Saviour was given to us because God out of love came to be with us. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you, it says in John's Gospel. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy, the joy of Jesus, may be in you, that's us, and your joy will be complete. And that's the joy we can have that transcends the mess of today and tomorrow and, and whatever comes our way. Because this God who loves us so much brings these gifts that are the very ones you and I want. But they're not wrapped up and under our trees at home. But they're given freely. Joy, peace. What is it that you and I really want today? What is it that we need? Well, my sense is to know that we are loved beyond measure. And, and in our human relationships, we get a reflection of that. And it's beautiful. It makes us do crazy things. But God's love is beyond that. Beyond the dimensions of human love. To know that we're priceless. We're beyond value. Because God would die for us. And to know that there is hope. There is hope. And it's a hope that is, comes with conviction. And clear knowledge and assurance. So Christmas shouts this in the cry of a baby in a stable. That we are no longer alone. The things we do for love are because of the things God has already done for us in love and continues to do so. Amen. So we're going to listen to Ian, Kathy and Kez now and uh, it's a beautiful carol and very um, poignantly it picks up on what I've just finished with, joy to the world.